Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 57. 57, holy shit, 5-7 of the Deacon and Co. Show. I'm Deacon, as I'm sure you all already know, and I'd like to welcome all of the Deacaholics, new and old, to the program this afternoon. This afternoon's program uh, is just like any other, formatted the way that all Deacaholics like it. Welcoming back, Nay, once again, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great. Excellent. Nay, we got a lot of a lot of cool stuff uh, to talk about this afternoon. Okay. Uh, we're sitting six days away from Louisville, which we thought was going to be Metallica's first concert. But what did they do on Thursday night, those rascals? Uh, they screwed us over. Screwed us over. They said, here's 20 bucks is what you're going to need with a vaccination proof. Get down to this venue in San Francisco. And they played a concert for 20 bucks. It was sold out immediately at the box office. You can imagine... What kind of shit was going on then? 16 songs set list, nay, 16 songs. But, let me tell you, there were some good ones in there. A lot of people were complaining. Now, let me explain this, nay. Yeah, complaining. I mean, everyone complained. Ready? Right. You paid, exactly, you paid 20 bucks to see Metallica. We paid nothing once. And they were bitching that they didn't hear Enter Sandman. Wow. I never thought the day would come where Metallica played a concert where they didn't play Enter Sandman. I mean, you that's like your dream show. Not mine, but yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. But for I I mean you have to hear Sandman when you hear it live. You can't you can't mess around with Sandman. But um they, for the most part here, um the simple fact that you got into the concert for twenty bucks. <laughs> like stop fucking bitching. Sandman or not, you gotta expect to hear it live. I get it, but don't fuck a bitch for twenty bucks, though, no, because I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm super jealous, and and you knew I was. I'm uh, still talking about it. Still talking time. about it. We're gonna go into a little bit more met, and I'm sure you guys are already aware. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna go into a quick sports update first for you guys. Thursday night football, baby. How about the Redskins coming through on a last second field goal, thirty to twenty nine, beating the New York Giants. Couldn't believe the score, Nay, 60 points between the two of them. Unbelievable, but go Skins. And, uh, not the way you thought the game was going to go. Though. Not not the way, but but I, I did say that uh, the Skins were going to win this one finally. Yeah, and good thing you didn't say take the under. Uh, uh, well, you know, it, it's a tough situation for me. I said stay away from the fact of, uh, you know, a 40 and a half. It, it's really... Two teams you didn't like think that. It was I didn't think it was going to happen. I really didn't, you know. And and it's part of life that you know your division rivals are a lot different than playing a regular team, as you can see. And uh, that says something, you know. That's just the way it's Says something special when you hold a team like the Chargers to twenty points uh, on opening day and then allow the Giants to score twenty nine. The Giants. Yeah, I'll say it again. Anyway, moving forward with that, you guys know the what's going on for the rest of the weekend here on the. One o'clock slate for Sunday, week two of the NFL. We have the San Francisco 49ers going to play the Philadelphia Eagles. New Orleans Saints are going to play the Panthers in Carolina. Cincinnati Bengals are playing the Bears in Chicago. Houston Texans are traveling to Cleveland in my lock of the week, and the, and the Browns will win that game uh, and uh, big. Uh, L.A. Rams, Indianapolis Colts, uh, other lock of the week there should be the Rams. Uh, Denver Broncos are traveling to Florida. Jacksonville Jaguars they will be playing. Buffalo Bills are heading also to Florida to play Miami. New England Patriots are uh, at the Jets for their home opener. The Vegas Raiders of Oakland going to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. The Minnesota Vikings are now the 4 o'clock games at Arizona. 
Atlanta Falcons 425 going to Tampa Bay to play Tom Brady. Uh, no doubt in my mind that Brady wins that game. Kansas City Chiefs on the road there in Baltimore. Tennessee Titans, Seattle Seahawks, Dallas Cowboys, L.A. Chargers. And Monday night we got the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, in other news, ladies and gentlemen, there is no COVID mandate for the NBA, May. Wow. So I thought that was very big news to bring out. Uh, you don't have to have, and that's the way it actually should be. Uh, your choice, your body, pro-choice, pro-body, whatever you want to say. If people are allowed to question abortions and drug users, you can't tell me that I need to inject myself with a fucking shot. Uh, the NHL also approved the Olympics. Players will be playing in the Olympics again for their respective countries. Should be good. Doesn't matter because Team Canada wins Every single fucking time, right? Every time. Every time. So Team USA all the way, not in hockey, though. So go Canada. You wish. That's it. No, I don't. That's <laughs> not Canadian. I got the gold medal in basketball for uh-huh. USA and for Canada, uh, for Canada in hockey there. Uh, last thing I want to bring up here uh, before we get into the Metallica Blacklist recap over there for you guys real quick, which is going to be a very, very short one, uh, if you know what I mean. Candyman, Nay, we saw the new Candyman. Thoughts about it for the audience? Anyone who's not familiar with the story of Candyman, it's very important that you go back and watch the original Candyman you because technically have to. Well, they kind of tell you what happens in there, but yeah. for your better understanding behind him, yeah, you probably should watch the first one. But go That's on. It's not giving anything away. No, it's not. But go ahead. Okay. Um, I liked it. It definitely had that modern twist to it. Um. Was it scary or thriller-ish? Not really thriller in the sense of if you're looking for a movie that's jumpy, like will scare you out of nowhere, it's not that type of movie, but psychologically it messes you up. Yeah, absolutely. And just the whole story behind Candyman and what they twisted it in now to uh, BLM and uh, trying to prove a point here of whatnot. And subjects that we don't touch on the Deacon and Co. show because it's not... For my discussion to have those type of conversations, I, again, I mentioned to you guys many times on air, and I always will say it, I don't see color, and I don't think that uh, people in this country should really, you know, many in this century, in this day and age, how do you live with yourself? Everybody's a human being, and that and that's what matters. It's the difference of if you're a good human being or a bad human being, but it comes down to people having to label with wrong different, you know, situations of color and this and that. It's this not for me. I don't believe in it, and I would never treat somebody like that. It's really fucked up to do so. But this movie has a little tie in there. Should have known that it was going to be some type of, uh, you know, modern-day horror because, you know, you can't see the situation of the Candyman doing the murders because he's invisible. And that, that's that's a little weird to me, but you'll you guys will see what I mean. Thoughts, comments, concerns, anything I said inappropriately or wrong, do you get a call show gmail.com. Please let me know your feedback on the movie. Drum roll. Going right into the blacklist. So the black album, and this this is the crazy thing about this, is the whole situation that we have here.
Metallica fan, all right, nobody should ever cover Metallica's songs. This was horrendous. I I had no, no entertainment whatsoever. It yeah, but you hate cover songs. It annoyed me every single time that these people were covering it in their own way, in their own version of what they hear on the song. I guess it would be the same concept if I came up with a cover album. Maybe people would be annoyed at the way I say some things or the way I sound to them. But... Leave it to the fucking expert. This is a fucking disgrace. And I can guarantee you that millions of people loved it. Yeah, because everyone loves a cover song. You are the minority. Guess I'm the minority, bro. I mean, there's cover bands up the wazoo for every single band ever existed. I'm so much of a minority. Just slap a lightning bolt on me and call me a Charger fan. Oh, fuck. I already am. Because they're also minorities, too. Thank you. Moving forward with this, I don't recommend it, but if you guys give it a chance, let me know the thoughts of what your likings or dislikings about the actual Blacklist album for Black Album itself. Now, Nay, going to bring us down into a very, very, very big topic. Now, I watch a lot of 30 for 30s, and if you guys aren't familiar with what 30 for 30s are, is that ESPN runs a program... And it doesn't necessarily have to always be about sports. It could be about the scandals behind the sports. It could be about um, heroic drug stories or, you know, turning around and um, me doing the impossible. Underdogs, overdogs, heavy favorites, this, that, the other thing. Stories behind sports, keeping it to the minimum here for explanation purposes. So they had one, uh, and this is the second best one I've ever seen. The best one I ever saw... I'm going to tell you, is the Lakers and the Celtics 30 for 30. You watched that one, too. We couldn't believe the shit that went on, what they did to the fucking Lakers during there. And I'm always bringing it up, but fuck the Celtics. But, uh, of course you would say that. <laughs> so this one was the second best one i ever seen. You guys know I'm not a baseball guy. 30 for 30, story of the 1986 Mets, once upon a time in Queens. Now you caught it, or at least three quarters of it, because it was in four parts of an hour each. Thoughts upon the 30 for 30. It sounded like it was a total shit show. Exactly. There were more people in the uh, city for the Mets parade when they won the World Series than other, any other parade in history of New York City. At that time. Uh, I believe it. No, I believe still to this current day is what I heard on side 30 for 30. I couldn't believe it. I could not fucking believe it. I mean, New York Mets. I mean, they hadn't won. They're not the Yankees. Story of it. Daryl Strawberry, Doc Gooden, coked up every game. These guys had a handful of fucking pills that they just grab and swallow. This seems like my kind of fucking baseball team. Not for nothing here. But, uh, you know, good hats off to them. Great story. I really recommend that if you guys check it out. It's probably on demand. You could probably watch it on YouTube. Uh, definitely going to be good. But with that being said, now, being that they had certain teams of this era, and the Mets maybe could have fell in this category for the baseball team or one of the best baseball teams in the 1980s. But... They definitely wouldn't have been the best team of the 80s because look at Larry and Magic. Every other year it was Larry and Magic. Always got to go back to basketball. Always got to. And the point's going to be proven here. Not not anything other than that. I'm just saying, like, you want to talk about your little dynasties that people have. You want to talk about the Tom Brady's. You want to talk about this. So let's talk about the 2000 era. Let's bring it back for the fans, and let's see who remembers this with me. In the 2000 era, Nay, the, what what is the best team of that era in any sport? You have I'm going to give you the teams that ra I'm going to rattle off the teams for you and the audience that uh, had been in there, and then I'll tell you what each one had championship wise after I give you the list and you tell me who you think the best team of the decade of 2000 was the first decade, all right? So we have the Detroit Red Wings 
the New Jersey Devils, the New York Yankees, the Boston Red Sox, the New England Patriots, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the San Antonio Spurs, and then finally the Los Angeles Lakers. So what is the best team of the 2000s? Don't look at this right here that has the numbers of what they won next to it. What, In your opinion, what is the best team of the 2000s? The Yankees. Okay. So the Yankees, the New York Yankees, okay? Besides the – besides – well, I'm going to say here that – The early 2000s. The early 2000s here. Okay. So, so in the 2000s? A lot of people – would say the Yankees, okay? So we're going to break it down for you guys here. I'm going to give the audience a shot here to yell out something for me, okay? Oh, the Patriots! Oh, shit, look at that. People in the studio while I'm recording the show yelling out the Patriots, okay? Wow, <clears throat> is that Harry Doyle in the background? Harry Doyle is no longer allowed on set. We have security outside the studio making sure that that man is not here. But these New England Patriots would have been a good guess for anybody who's not a sports fan or doesn't remember at this time, but I'm going to rattle it off now, and then you guys will see who the real best team of the 2000 era is, okay? The Detroit Red Wings and the New Jersey Devils were tied with two Stanley Cup wins each, okay? The New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox were tied in the 2000s with two World Series each, okay? The New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers in the decade had five. Three for the Patriots, two for the Steelers, okay? Patriots, of course, we all remember were there how many times during that era? Five times during that this 10-year span. Yep. Okay? So, if that's not our answer here, then one of the next two schmucks, I'm going to say, has to be our answer. Right. Impressive being that New England's been there five times. The San Antonio Spurs have three. Wow. Tied with New England, but the Los Angeles Lakers are the best team of the 2000 era. They had five championships out of seven tries. Seven years, nay. Out of ten, this team was in the finals. That's a lot. Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, and the rest of the clan that got it done. But uh, I think this question could also just be of opinion, too. It could be of opinion, being that they are the team of my choice, okay? my One of my favorite teams, okay? But there is no competition here. In every poll that I looked at, these teams were involved. And the Lakers were number one every single time. You are in the championship game seven years out of ten. The next closest person to you is five. So that's still two more ahead of the next closest person to you. Lakers, best team in the 2000s. Hands down, no questions asked. Don't need any rocket scientists to figure it out. That, the Lakers are the best team of that era. Moving on to topic number three. Number three. Here we go. Let's do it. Like I had mentioned earlier, guys, I had mentioned this. I had mentioned this. We are six days away from Louisville. Nay, what is our set list going to be? What what songs are you expecting definitely to hear? Because I wrote a set list up for the audience, and I am going to make sure that I share with everyone to hear. And when I come back, when we do the show next Saturday on our way back from this concert, then we are going to let the audience know what we heard. Nay, what are you going to definitely hear? Nothing else matters. Okay, that's one. And the Sandman. Okay, that's two. Sad but true. Okay, that's three. Now, you just went with... Now, you see what Nay did there, okay? 
they just went with um, the whole Black Album. Okay? <laughs> why, why don't we just say that we're going to hear one. the rest of the Black Album? One. Okay? So... I said one. You said one, yes. One's not on the Black Album. <laughs> yes, it's not. Master of Puppets is not on the Black Album. Okay. So this is what I think we're going to hear. There, and they just gave us five here, okay? And I didn't look at the list. I, think, I just want to prove my point. I did not look at your list. Okay. We're going to hear Hardwired. We're going to hear For Whom the Bell Tolls. We are going to hear Fuel. We're going to hear Moth into the Flame, or Moth into Flame. Uh, Four Horsemen, Harvester of Sorrow, Wherever I May Roam, Orion, Sad But True, The Unforgiven, One, Master of Puppets, Creeping Death, Welcome Home Sanitarium, Seek and Destroy, Encores, Battery, Nothing Else Matters, Enter Sandman, Walk Off, See You Later. That's my projections. Now, last couple of times that Metallica's been doing a show, they've been doing 16 songs. They gave you guys their 18 songs, uh, 15, and then three encores. It very well be that they might be playing 12. Being that it's the anniversary of both of these iconic albums of Black Album and Master of Puppets, I think that we're going to hear heavy from both of those albums. So, last time that I wrote the set list, um, 16 songs, I predicted 15 out of the 16 correct. So, can I live up to the hype? Uh, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see how well I know this band, or how well I think that I actually do know this band. Uh, and what happens if they don't play that many songs? I, I can't see them playing anything less than 15. So, we're going to either get 15... Um, or we're going to get 12 on there, uh, only because of the simple fact that this is, you know, what they usually do. Uh, going to be a lot of big other names there at this show, and it's going to be fun looking forward to, uh, you know, upcoming of what we got going on and, and seeing them and, and different stages and the different shows and different environments, and, and you, you know how it goes from there. Um, anything that you, you, that is on this list that you don't think we're going to hear? Well, I don't know. Orion? You don't think we'll hear Orion? Maybe not. Okay. All right. Um, that's where I'm pretty, pretty normal for, uh, you know, one of their concerts. Well, I'll tell you this, that uh, going, going back to the uh, show that they did on Thursday, the 16th of September, just right around the corner from there, uh, they basically, I won't want to say that they had not, you know, did a lot of these songs, but I mean, we got a little bit of a different scenario. Uh, we got Whiplash was the first time that they ever did an opener with Whiplash. That, that's pretty amazing. Uh, Ride the Lightning was next. The Memory Remains. Um, Now That We're Dead was fourth. Uh, fifth was... No, I'm sorry. Yeah, fourth. Uh, fifth was holier than the whole. Um, uh, Clover was. Why always fucking no leaf Clover? I always mix them up. I'm about to say four leaf Clover, but no leaf Clover uh, was after that. Sad but true. Moth into the flame. Fade to black. I had that on there, but I took it off. Uh, you went three straight here with uh, Ride the Lightning, which is awesome here because you went fade to black. Uh, for whom the bell tolls later on in the set, which is usually it's earlier. Creeping death. Then followed up with one puppets, three encores tonight uh, were battery, fuel, seek, and destroy. 
So, and this, of course, was at the Independent, which we all know is in, I would say, somewhere in California, right? San Francisco, one of those cool places over there. But never been there myself, but it is what it is. So, very different than what I picked. Uh, You never know what's going to happen from this band. They're so unpredictable with the set list and what they feel like playing that night because I would have never in a million years thought that we were going to hear Holier, but it, it happens. You know, Black Album product there, but track number three. Yeah, so I would have never expected that to to be there. Uh, But that being said, Nay, it's going to be fun. Definitely going to be an experience for us. uh, First music festival, Nay, so it's going to be for me. I don't know about you, but this is my first one. Um, I think it's our first official one. The other ones weren't really festivals, I would say. Very nice, very nice. Uh, Guys, just so you know... Just because I haven't been talking about it, you guys can still donate to the food banks that are open. There's still a lot of people out there who are having problems with feeding and starvation and whatnot, especially during as the pandemic continues to go on. Uh, still, now you brought it up the other day about how Florida just reached how many millions in deaths of... Oh, thousands. Thousands, sorry. Millions. Sorry, thousands. Uh, they just hit the fifth state to reach a certain plateau. So it's still going on, guys. Still do what you got to do with be safe and whatnot. Um, want to give a quick shout out to our buddy Ralph. Uh, we're gonna see him next week. Gonna see a bunch of people next week, uh, along with our good friends, uh, Ann Erickson upon Wings. I want to. I'm not gonna see her, but I did want to give her a shout out because they are working on some new work. I did get to speak with her last week. She's doing well and hopes to have the new work out for all the decoholics to listen to as well. So very very soon. But if you haven't heard and you're a new fan of the Deacon and Co show, Upon Wings did a great show together, Ann and I. Really really sweet person and uh, really makes kick ass music. And you got to check it out. Turn away, great song, and uh, can't wait to see what else that they got going on there. Uh, when you know the new music comes out, it's going to be very very exciting. Nay. That's going to bring us down now into Genius of the Week, and this was your story, and this is going to be a good one. Yeah, clinically brain dead, nobody needs a second opinion. Genius of the Week, nay. Spider-Man on top of a train. Subway. Subway. Spider-Man was on top of this. I feel like it's their only in New York moment. Only in New York moment. Genius of the Week, man. Spider-Man's hanging out on the train, dressed in a Spider-Man costume. Guy threw a shoe at him. And the crazy thing about this is, is like, dude, it's fucking Spider-Man, bro. Don't... Why are you on top of Subway? He's Spider-Man. Do I gotta say more? Yeah, he's gonna fucking get knocked off by one of the traffic signs or going into a tunnel. Maybe he's a mole person. Who the fuck knows? A mole person? Yeah. Like part of the mole people? Yeah, like living in the dark in like the train stations. Mole people? Yeah. The fucking mole people. Good job on that one day. Really fucking mole people. (laughs) That was good. Uh, Spider-Man, Genius of the Week, guys. The local authorities are looking for the man, Spider-Man, who drives the subways for he's my Genius of the Week. He's actually my hero, too. I always, I always wanted to uh, dress up as Spider-Man and jump on a fucking subway to risk my life before a week before Metallica concert. <laughs> Hats off to you. Love you, man. Nate, I'm bringing us down to the Rapids now. Rapid number one here. It's going to be a good one here. Your choice of preference here. Uh-oh. 
what is the better closer? Seek and destroy. Or enter Sandman. Which one you say there, Nay? Seek or Sandman? Sandman. Enter Sandman. Anytime that we've seen Metallica, always been Enter Sandman for me. I know that as soon as we hear Enter Sandman, we could start running to the exit. Usually that's what I mean. I hear when I hear Enter Sandman. Uh, I couldn't picture a Metallica concert without Enter Sandman being the closer, and I can understand the frustrations of the complainers of not hearing it for 20 bucks the other night. Rapid number two here, and they moving right along. Better opener. Hit the lights. Or blackened. So, so tough to make this decision, Nay. I've seen them both. Ah, man, what's your choice? Blackened. Blackened. Ah, death of Mother Earth. Definitely. Uh, I'm going to go blackened with you on there, definitely, because I've seen Hit the Lights Open, and every time that I've seen Hit the Lights Open, then I knew I was knew that puppets came after. <laughs> so, I'd rather hear blackened, because I know it's not going to come right after. But... Rapid number three, nay, final one for the day. Who reaches number 18 first, the Boston Celtics or the Los Angeles Lakers, being that the Lakers are the best team of the 2000s era? Who gets there first? Boston or the Lakers? Lakers. Lakers? You think so? Lakers bringing on a lot of new additions this year. I uh, hope that it's going to be the Lakers there. And uh hope that, uh you know, Boston doesn't win anymore. Fuck them. <laughs> anyway, guys, make sure you check out all the recommendations. Let us know what you think at DeaconAcoShow at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. A new episode of Touchdown Report is also out. Season 2, uh, episode 2. 2-2. Two, two. See what I did there. Uh, enjoy game day tomorrow, guys. And uh hope that everyone is having a great weekend. Follow us on the majors of socials. Make sure to listen. Instagram and Twitter. Deacon and Co. Show. Make sure you listen in. And for now, Deacon and Nay are out.